Welcome to Joe Knows, a podcast about the three Ds, divorced, dating, or done. Which stage are you in? We live in a visually cynical world. We're either pointing or giving the finger, sometimes both. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can email us at joeknowsme at gmail.com. Hello, and welcome to episode number 26. Woo-woo, we made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> 26. And today we have my friend, confidant for life, Miss uh, Dolores Castro, who is, you know, a life coach. Woohoo! Welcome. Hello, hello. <laughs> well, thank you. How are you? We're good, we're good. So good. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Just here, trying to plan ahead, I guess. Right. Uh, so, life coach, can you explain to, to some of those I be me? What's a life coach? <laughs> <laughs> you know, ironically, it's something that is, is a new thing. Um, a lot of people go to therapists, they go to counselors, and they really talk about their past. And they try to evolve to overcome a lot of obstacles in their life. So what a life coach does is I, I feel that is once they've accomplished that, then a lot of times they get stuck. Like, okay, so now that I feel better, where, where do I go to? Where do I move? Or what steps do I take to, to fulfill my life? So a life coach comes in and kind of analyzes, helps them analyze their life to take steps to their life goal you know a lot of times a lot of people are scared or they're worried they're afraid they're not sure you know a lot of the past still kind of festers on them where they're just not sure what to do because of fear so you know in essence a life coach can come in and just try to iron out some of those things and kind of help them with their journey towards their life goal you know it depends on what they want to do right awesome Right, and that's the thing is surviving surviving your past and then deciding where exactly you're going to go. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why I decided to be one because as, as a um, drug counselor, I see a lot of people overcoming, like, their drug problem, right? And right. a lot of them, they're just so used to having all this chaos in their life when finally they see this clear air and they're they're pretty much alone because now they don't have all these friends and partying and so now they they take this new step in life and they don't know where to go so because they find themselves alone they don't know what to do they wind up what happens they relapse you know because that's their comfort zone that's the best place they can be where they can feel accepted and know what they're doing and and so that's why i thought this is where I need to be to help individuals overcome. And it doesn't have to be uh, people with uh, drug problems. It could be anybody that, you know, after a divorce, after a relationship, after, you know, a job, uh, anything that, you know, you need help over to um, see other things differently. And I could be that person to guide them and help them you know, with their goals. Right. Cause a new perspective completely changes everything. Like some, like yes. I know that we see ourselves in a certain way. And then when you take that away and you have somebody else that's unbiased and that can just see you 
and they can just guide you in a direction that you might not have felt strong about and they can lead you that way oh yes definitely and i can see that because i've seen people that have a drug problems they got away from the partying stuff but they've had loved one or family who've given up on them so they are by themselves and also with relationships people have been in toxic relationships you've seen friends and you're like i don't want to be around those people so right these people are by themselves right mm-hmm. yeah and so in essence you know you you tell them that there's different paths in life that you can take and there's a lot of things that they can, you know, get themselves involved. They just don't know because they're so caught up in their partying life that they don't see that they were good at, you know, they have a lot of, they can have a trade that they're good at or they go back to college and become successful. But because everybody just didn't believe in them, they just forget to believe in themselves. But as me, I can come in and encourage them and guide them and show them and give them resources how to do it and go through that journey with them. As far as they take me, then they can overcome that and be successful. Right. Then that positive energy completely changes everything because it's somebody that just can pull you forward into something better. I know like a lot of people that are just good. They get conditioned and they get, you know, caught in the chaos and that chaos just becomes their norm rather than. Yeah, because you think that's a normal thing that you've done it for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you know, and, and you think that's the norm when all of a sudden you realize that, Hey, there's other things I can do, or I don't have to be a part of this, but you just think that's a normal thing normality because of how our culture is as well. Our culture has a big impact on on how to see things because you think, oh, you know, my family does it, we got to do it this way and it's got to stay this way. You know, it doesn't. Right. You know, you don't have to always follow that. You, you know, you, you still follow your, your morals and values, yes, of course, but not exactly how your parents think it should be because it's, it's not. And I know that because, you know, you know, Josie, we're yeah. growing up and it's a whole parent that, mentality. So. Yeah, that old school kind of, kind of submissive that you're just supposed to, you know, follow, follow your husband and do whatever he wants. And then that whole, that traditional. Yeah, you're supposed to be home, have kids, be married and serve your men. Right. That was my dad's motto. Oh. I was like, uh, I don't think so. I know. Are you guys talking about heaven? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Well, back in the day, I guess that's what it was. Oh Stand by your man. <laughs> and they sure did. They sure they did. did. No matter what, they stood they there. They did. Oh they were there. God. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, like I remember watching my mom, you know, I and I loved it because she would, when she would serve my dad a plate, for example, it was cariño. And my dad would always look at her so loving and and so he was so grateful and i would see that and then i'd go over to my ex's you know when when we were together and see like my my mother-in-law like so submissive like oh yeah you're supposed to do this for me like that kind of like (laughs) uh, and it just would blow my mind like oh my god like it was night and day it's because she didn't give him the big piece of chicken (laughs) 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 <laughs> Try to give him a wing. 
Yeah, I heard your I heard your previous podcast, so I know what you guys are yeah, talking exactly. about. <laughs> She's a fan, so I'm very grateful. So, so what's so what stage are you currently in? Because we're we, what is it? We got the divorce, divorce dating, dating, or done. Well, I was done for ten years. I I you know was separate. Actually, I was separated for a little bit more than eight nine years mm-hmm. and I and the flagship in the past was it third three years ago actually was my divorce was final um I I did you throw a party I <laughs> no I moved away from El Paso right? I, <laughs> I said away. I gotta sneak slate right. gotta go yeah you know at during the time when you know the separation it was just so chaotic and so I, you know, like anything is difficult and trying to figure out things, what to do, where to go. And so I had made up my mind. I was not going to date. I was going to go to school and work and take care of my kids, Uh you know, and I did that. And I stuck to my guns and I didn't date. I, you know, once in a while here, there, go out, but it was more working and going to school because I just was afraid somebody was going to stop me. Right. I, I don't mean... Um, just in a bad way, but a lot of times when you're in a relationship, sometimes men feel a little bit in, inferior and they try to hold you back and right. they, you know, they try to stop you or they try to say, well, you know, you're never around and you you don't have time for me. And, and it goes both ways, you know, men and women, you know, sometimes it just works that way. So I just thought, right. why waste anybody's time? And that way I just got to do this, you know? So I got separated and then I was going to get divorced. Uh-huh. I said, oh, can I get divorced? And then, and then I just said one day, you know what? You're keeping everything. I think you should pay for the divorce and just tell me where to sign because I'm not going to fight you any, in any way. I yeah. just didn't want no drama. I didn't want to bicker about material things and right. I didn't. I stuck to my guns and <laughs> he said, okay, he says, it's not fair because you left. I said, well, you're keeping everything. So I think it's pretty fair that you pay for the divorce. Right. And so he did. And you had kids, you said? I had two kids, yes. Okay. So, and they came with so you? In es- yeah. In essence, the divorce was put on hold because I was, I was, didn't want to put the kids where like, okay, this weekend is yours and this weekend is mine. I just figured, hey, whenever your kids want to be with you, hey, come get them, be with you. Right. You know, don't have this condition thing where, oh, it's this weekend yours, this weekend's mine, and then yeah. you have to pay me. And then he was like, well, I'm going to keep one kid, and you keep one, so that way I don't have to pay. I said, look, man, <laughs> they're your kids. Right. You know, if it doesn't come out of your heart to give to your kids, why am I going to go to a judge and make it, exactly. make him give them to your kids? Just be there for your kids. I'm not going to go through all this. Mm-hmm. I just want to have peace. I will tell anybody, and I don't care what, I will. you can give me a million dollars right now over peace, I will take peace in a, in a minute. Right. Because having peace is the most beautiful thing mm-hmm. that you can ever experience when you have turmoil all your life. Exactly. And I never, ever thought I could ever feel that. So, you know, just the fact that I can come home and not have this whole 
turmoil, whatever we were going through, it was the most beautiful feeling that I didn't even care. He kept everything. Were your kids young or? Yeah, my daughter was an, you see, my daughter was a freshman and my son was a sixth grader. Okay. So yeah, when, when I, when we separated and so, but I tried to make it the most easy transition for everybody. And that's the hard thing because I tried, right. you know, to just make everything easy for everybody, but it's hard. It's not easy, yeah. but right. I, like I said, stuck to my guns and I, and I was able to do it. So I was done. Like I said, I'm not going to date. I'm not going to nothing. Mm-hmm. So then, um, three years ago, I finally, my, my son had already graduated. We were done. I said, okay, I'm going to start dating. And I found my boyfriend. <laughs> and then, like, you know, it was so weird. Like, three months later, my ex calls me and says, hey, we got to sign your divorce papers. I was like, what? <laughs> I said, okay. okay. We, even went to, we even went together. And, you know, we went to the court. We're sitting around, you know. <laughs> The, the, lawyer, the judge is like, okay, guys, you're divorced. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know. I mean, and I'm just, I just like to make fun of things to uh-huh. break the weirdness. Right. So we were like, so I was like, so is there a creaky here in between before the final <laughs> whatever? You know, and he cracked, you know, because I just thought, you know, it was just a way of just breaking the ice, you know, and so. That's when you but say, it didn't happen. Do you say, do we do a fist bump at the end? Like, you know, peace? Oh, yeah. We did a fist bump. Yeah, yeah it was just and... cool. No, no, not a selfie. No, no, not like that. No, 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 not that crazy. No, no. And did, <laughs> did, did, did your ex remarry or he's... Actually, he, he, got, ma- he got married um, actually in Thanksgiving this past year. Oh, for real? But he already... Yeah, he already had somebody. Like you know, he had already been dating. I didn't. I didn't know, and I didn't care really. I <laughs> I just kept telling him, "Look, man, be happy. Right. Find somebody that that can make you happy and be in peace. Right. But leave me alone." Right. And Absolutely. it worked out, you know. Right. Yeah, you know. I never wished nothing bad on him. I said, "Look, man, live in peace. Find then pass in your life and." It's great. It's great. You know, it's I don't. Liberating. We can wish. Yes. We can wish those things on for you. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. For you. <laughs> yeah. If they're happy, they leave you alone. I, right? I'm yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. Just no, and it's so me. true. <laughs> no, and it is true. And even though you know the kids, you know, we still up until recently, I guess you know, not he got married, maybe, but before that, I'd come into town, and we still would all have dinner together. Not his wife would come, but. You know, he, the kids, we all have dinner, my grandson, whatever, and mm. just talk, you know, it was just pretty cool, you know, and I, I, I was kind of proud of that I was able to do that, yeah. and my kids see that it doesn't have to be like a divorce where you're just so bitter and hate each other and, and just say things, bad things to each other, you know, I want my kids to say, hey, you know, I, that can actually happen, but, you know? But you made them pick the bill, right? I, did I what? You, you made him pay with the bill, right? He, he picked up the tab. No, we all we all had to go uh, Dutch. And your uh, current boyfriend was cool about you having a meal with, because uh, some people are like, oh no, you can't have a meal with your ex. Um, my cool. boyfriend is the coolest. He's like, go ahead. He uh, really points is. Right there. She's getting brownie points right there. Not, just, not just cool. He's the coolest. He's the coolest. No, I'm. <laughs> no, honestly, he he, he really is, is the most. He's coolest really man awesome. that you can ever meet, yes. Yeah. And he's like no other, honestly. Mm-hmm. Does he get you pizza? Does he get you pizza? 
Who? Your boyfriend. Does he give you pizza? Oh. Does he give me pizza? Yeah, does he, does, does he buy you pizza? Yes. There it is. There it is. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Anything. Anything I want. <laughs> only only it, it, it reciprocates. Whatever he wants, he gets. Whatever I want, I get. So Which it's is pretty fun. Cool. Freaking fantastic. So is it, is it, uh, do you, do you just like, wow, pinch myself. This is really going well. You've been with this guy, what, three months now? Three years? No, three years. Three years. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, I'll be getting married this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, she's back in the, she's back in the, what is it? Not dating. We got to add like another letter. <laughs> dating, well, see, dating we divorce, talking, or dun, dun, dun. Or doing dun, well, I was, I was done. I was done. <laughs> but, you know, now the exception done. to the rule, now I'm doing it. So. She's like, player one has entered the ring again. <laughs> and, and how about Mr. Coolest? Uh, is this going to be his first marriage or he's been married before? No, this will be, no, this, yeah, he is. Two kids, and this is his second marriage. Actually, ironically, I met him about 20, let's see, my daughter's 28, like maybe 25 years ago, we were in the same school together in El Paso. Wow. And we, you know, we knew each other, but I mean, after like years, you know, he moved on with his family, and then uh, about five years ago, maybe six, I found him on Facebook, and we just chatted here and there yes. once in a while and then after a while it just got a little bit more conversation and then you know me and my counseling advice and trying to help people it just kind of got grew and grew and grew to where i am now so i got a, i got a question when he popped okay. the question again how is that because I, I guess when you pop the question the first time and you got your first marriage okay it's you know it's i guess nervous and and whatnot but when you do it for the second time how was that how did it feel on your end so in in my end, it was like I expected it because we kind of talked about it. But then, like uh, in Christmas of this past year, he we went to he kept been telling me we need to go to this di- this diamond shop in in San Antonio. And I said, okay, whatever, whatever. You know, I didn't <laughs> think much of it. So we get to the we get to the shop, and then he's like, so do you like this ring? And I was like, oh yeah, that's a. And I was like, uh, wait a minute. What are you doing here? <laughs> and he's like, so which one do you like? Like, I'm a, are you serious right now? And then the, the girl, the, our cashier, clerk, whatever, she was just, she was having a, she was so happy. She excited. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like looking at him. And then I was like, so he's like, so is this a yes? I'm like, yes. <laughs> So that's okay. how it happened. He okay. really didn't say anything, but he just hey, he went straight. He went straight to re- the punch. He didn't have to do the other stuff. Which one you want, honey? <laughs> yeah, that's all he said. He was like, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a nice one. And I was like, wait a minute, oblivious uh, to it. Oblivious. Uh, well, are, are we doing this now? You're like, and so yeah, am I getting punked? Is there a camera crew around the corner? <laughs> yes, yes. I told. I said, and I get down, and I said, okay. Is there a camera here? Is somebody, are you videotaping this or what? And he was just like, and then he's so quiet. So he got embarrassed too because he, he got all red. And then his, his eyes got all teary and I'm like, oh no, he's being serious. So I was like, okay, yeah. So, so I couldn't play no more. I was like, okay. So we both cried. So it was cool. So we talked about your ex and he has somebody. So your fiance, can you say that? Fiance, finance. My fiance. Mm-hmm. Finance me. 
No, fiance. My so, so he has an ex-wife. Does she? She knows about you, or she, no? She's like nowhere in this map at all. Okay. Like nada. She's not a stalker. And her, she's, yeah, she's nada. No. Oh, uh, and then the the son is nowhere to be found. We don't know. The oh. daughter is in UK. Oh. In the UK. So. I was just hoping um, that she's happy and she leaves she you alone. She leaves you guys alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, she decided that she didn't want nothing with my my boyfriend. So, you know, he's been single for since 2008. And your kids are very so, excited, I, I imagine. They really like him. They do. You know, they're excited because I'm happy. You know, they've right, never really, right. actually, they were always like, you know, you need a date, you need a do, and I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 you know, you guys need to, you, you guys need to finish school, you guys need to get out of the house, you need to not be around here, I don't want to bring no men to the house, nada, I just want to. Right. And then, so, when I found him, and knew he didn't live in El Paso, then I got offered a job in San Antonio, I was like, okay, this is my, this is my chance, so I, I, I. I actually didn't get the job. I didn't. I mm-hmm. I didn't take the job. Let me rephrase that. Okay. Because my boyfriend offered me to come stay here at his ranch for the summer. You know, take some time off. And I was like, "What? <laughs> Can that even happen? Like, I didn't right. even know what it was to take a break." You didn't mention ranch. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Their right now. It was that changes everything. <laughs> well, yeah, the ranch is like the Ponderosa. Or <laughs> Oh, that changes everything here. We, we ain't talking about the guy in the hood. We saying a ranch. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I live in, I live in I live in a small town in Encinal, Texas, which is like maybe not even six hundred people in this town. And you have but a everywhere ranch. and we but we live in a five hundred and ninety acre ranch. Yes. It's massive. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful and, and, and peaceful. And this is small. <laughs> and this is a small one. It right. Actually, around here is Carrizo Springs, and George Strait Ranch is just on the other side. Wow, you hit the name, lottery! <laughs> name dropping right there. Woo, <laughs> Joe, we're we're in trouble. I was so excited. We, we, we don't we don't I got ranches. To go visit her. <laughs> I was just like, which direction is it? Where is it? <laughs> see, see, we in trouble. I, I I can't offer a ranch. I can offer a pizza. Maybe some tacos, hey, you know, two for twenty. No, <laughs> some ranch. Sauce. To, me, I some ranch to sauce? me, you can offer you can you can offer me a pizza you, as long as you know there's that connection right. and there's that love. It doesn't matter to me. Money is is not everything. Just I'm telling you, living in peace is everything. Is the key, everything. you know? Yeah. With, for a couple to live in peace, it is possible. Right. And it's not easy. It's not easy, you know. We I still have to talk. I still have to pull words out of his mouth because he doesn't really express a lot. You know, mm-hmm. he's been alone for so many years. Right. He's been hurt, and so it's just. I think my personality helps right. the balance here, but um, you know, just because there's money, there's all this. It's still not, you know. It still works. You know, you still have to make this effort to make things work, and right. and. And make it possible. You know, it's not impossible, but as long as we're both on board, I think it is. It's a great. It's a great ride. Oh, we're happy that you found your peanut butter to your jelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. 
Sorry, I'm corny. Joe's just shaking his head so, like this guy is such corny. A no, that's so cool. That's so cool. No, no I like it. I just, <laughs> I just like, um, you know, a lot of people, <clears throat> you know, I I don't know that I want to get married again, but you decided. You like, give us you give us hope that that it's possible. I guess it's possible. Um, you, you know, I I I could honestly say, I didn't think I was going to find anybody. I in El Paso, it was just small town you know everybody knows everybody and i just i just (laughs) i was just not ready and i wasn't finding anybody that i really clicked with as far as wanting to be with somebody you know either they drank a lot or they were just womenizers or they just wanted to just have somebody you know yeah i mean it it was just and 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 don't think i was dating a lot it was just more of like well once in a while i tried it and uh, no. yeah. it's just not <laughs> we had I, many I just, a late talk about the yeah. crap that we and dealt was, with so you didn't like this lake. Was, you needed to go find another lake <laughs> yes <laughs> but, and she found but it. you know yeah i know and, and uh, like i said el paso was just it was just hard to find somebody that didn't know it, it just everybody knows everybody there it's right. just so but weird you, it's just so weird you found him on Facebook. Were you in El Paso when he was out there, or were you already out there? No, no, no. He was here. He was oh, here he? in Encinal, and, and yeah, we like I said, we, I found him on Facebook, and, and we just, you know, kind of just started talking, and then he would tell me about certain issues that he was going through, you know, with uh, not sleeping is how we, we kind of connected, because I had um, insomnia, and he did too, and um, the late night and that's how we were like he would text me you know what are you doing up so late and I was like I can't sleep and that's how it kind of started you know like and then it just grew from there the conversation just um, helping him out trying to find things like how to how to work his situation that he was going through at the time and and that's that's just how it, I guess it grew you know he kind of felt comfortable talking to me and I, I, if I may say a corny story. Yes. May please. I? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're talking to Mr. Corny, so it's all good. <laughs> so, so one time I, I messaged him before I got home. I said, so, you know, pajama party, question mark, right? And he said, sure. So I said, okay, I'll text you when I'm home. And so I'm thinking I'm going to be in my pajamas and we're going to have this great conversation, right? So I didn't know what he was going to was going to do. Uh-huh. So the time comes and, you know, we're FaceTiming and he's in his pajamas. <laughs> and I'm in my pajamas. I'm like, yes, this is the guy. <laughs> That's corny. Completely, I know it is. Completely but innocent. Like- yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that is the biggest turn on. It's just like so cool, like that. You know, we just he wore his pajamas, so that every time you know we, I get off of work or whatever, and it was not too late, I would take some pajama party. He was like, "Sure," so we'd be in our pajamas and have a conversation. See, all he had to do is just have pizza delivered to your house at that time. <laughs> oh, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Whatever works, yes, <laughs> that would have worked. You would have been like. Somebody's at your door. There's a surprise. <laughs> I'll have to try that one. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that one right there. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I just thought I thought that was sweet, you know, because that was, that was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it was not I don't know, like I said, I, 
men sometimes have a different mindset of things and it, I just kind of thought let's see what he was thinking and he thought what I was thinking I right. thought that was cute did he have funny pajamas like Tarzan or fries <laughs> or flying pigs if I may say and I don't mean to embarrass you but he put him on you know the Scrooge the one with the long dress with the hat <laughs> Yes, you the, know Scrooge with the long, yeah, oh, yes. yeah, the gown with the pointy hat. You oh, wore that. I love that. Oh. That was the cutest thing. Wow, what guys will do for love. I know, right? Why is she telling this? <laughs> right? He's like, he's Damn like, oh it. my god. <laughs> welcome, uh, he's, welcome to marriage, bud. Right. <laughs> so uh, he's he's cool like that. So he is. You're you're in private practice, uh, doing life coaching, right? Or you. I mean, yes. So yeah, I'm. I'm actually fixing to launch it in July. My my whole life coach right now. What I what I've been doing through COVID is is talking to people for free. Actually, mind you, just because it's it's been hard for people. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't charged nobody. I anybody that wants to talk to me, they call me and. I mean, a lot of people just want to vent and right. I just listen to them and help them out of their situation. Yeah. But here pretty soon I'm going to launch my website and my business, hopefully in July. Oh, great. And so are you doing Zoom, I guess, or just, just phone calls? Uh, a lot of them are, are phone calls. Zoom I haven't done. We do FaceTime. A lot of people have Facebook, you know, so we do the face, um, the Facebook you know, time messenger, the messenger, there you go. <laughs> and so he's very supportive of what you do. I mean, cause you're oh, yes. launching a career oh, yeah. and that's really yes. important to you. If Right. Okay. It, it is. And he knew that because I mean, I just finished my master's last year and he knew <laughs> that I was coming here. Congratulations. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I was coming here to, to, to be with him, but I, he knew that I was, I'm somebody that wants to continue working, and some, oh, yeah. and and it's not that I want to be like working alcoholic. I want to still feel connected to the world. I want to still feel like I can help people because here you're lonely. You you have no neighbors at all. Like I'm, there's nobody. Like during COVID, this is the best place to be because, right. like, there's five miles into my house just from the from the street uh, in the city. You have to drive five miles into my house. In the, through the ranch it's like a big long dirt road to come in I'm thinking of that TV so, show Dallas you know? <laughs> yeah there you go yeah but but there's a bunch of but you, there's like a bunch of brush so you don't even know you can't where even you see you where you're see going no. there's so no your, you can never see no, how's your yeah you can't parties? see people's house huh How's the Halloween parties out there? Then? Oh no! Well, I don't know. I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. We thought about having like a, a a party one time, but you know, having like a what do you call it? Like a a maze, those corn maze. You know, oh, just make little maze cool. around here. But but you know, like I said, I don't know anybody. I don't have like <laughs> no ties to anybody here. You know, so and that's another reason why I want to be connected still to the world, to people out there and, um, and help, you know, I'm trying to do a lot of things. Now everything's great because you can do it on the computer, you know, you can right. just do zoom and you know, you don't really have to go anywhere and right. it's wonderful. 
See, there's hope for us, Joe. There's hope. <laughs> yes, yes, there is. I, I don't think so. There's hope for there's hope for Everybody. anybody as as long as as long as you want it, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. So, and I think that. Go ahead. No, no, I just so you and Josie have been friends for a long time because um, she was telling us about you being a guest and uh, you guys had to. Uh, break from culture right you said uh, well that was the thing is like uh, her and i we connected so much because of the way that we we saw life was the same kind of thing like um our parents were actually friends in high school so they already knew each other before we were even born and then (laughs) yeah i was born in georgia and we moved back to el paso because my dad was army and we reconnected that's how i know her since I was two, you know, so she's, and then we, we saw the same stereotypes. We saw the same kind of, um, do you have friend, mutual friends that are still stuck in those mm, or, you know, or no, not too much. Not, mutual. Not it's just much. the family thing that, that it's, are, a, are it's more of a, the way the family was, you know, how they were, they were, you know, we were brought up, you know, like I said, the different mentality of, of, the sixties, you know, families, you know, how they used to be. And, right. um, and so it was a whole different upbringing, uh, as to how things are now, you know, right. um, we were, they were all, a, 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 a whole lot of families that we get together with a bunch of kids yeah. and we would be all there, but it's all, it was all about drinking, you know, yeah. drinking that and partying it. and having fun Going and, to the levee and, then, and drinking. It's or, a birthday well, party. Yeah. Let's go get Budweiser. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Big time. Uh, it was a baby, baby showers shower. <laughs> and uh, what do you call Tupperware parties exactly. and anything. Miha got a name. Miha got a name. Bring out the cake. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's, that's how it was. Witnessed. Growing up, it was yes. always everybody getting together to drink every weekend, mm-hmm. you know, and that was yeah. it. There was nothing else, you know, and it just, it boggled my mind. <laughs> like, this is and what no, we do. And it was funny because uh, the other night I heard some comedian that that talked about how kids would be at two, three in the morning in some corner getting a blanket and just finding this. We all would have to yeah. find a spot to sleep. Yeah, just, just to fall asleep on the stairs. On the stairs, on the corner, on the floor, in the car, station wagon, wherever we found a spot, that's where we had to go and sleep until they decided to come home. Yeah. Sometimes it would be the next day. Yep. Yeah, we witnessed a lot of, <laughs> like, um. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I know Josie <laughs> since she was little, and so, I mean, she was, yeah, I met her when she was two, but I've known, you know, that their parents and my parents were best friends in high school. Yeah. So, that's how they met. Yeah, that's how I know Josie. Yeah. Well, lo- lots going on in your life. you got a master's degree, you've got this great Man, uh, you're, <laughs> you're going to start your practice, so you'll be. Uh, people can find out about you on your website. You're yes, gonna, yes. you're going to keep in touch with us, right? Absolutely, I would like to she be able to come really back and let you know. You don't ever really have a choice. She's like, no, my, I don't. My bonus older sister, like that's it. I'm keeping you. Like that's always been the, the <laughs> consensus. Like you're not going anywhere. Too bad. Like she can no, try, no. but no. <laughs> so we got, we, we got no. a, she's got a master's i only got a phd no my public high school diploma that's, 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 <laughs> that's, 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 that's all i got 
Oh, oh my God. God. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a very good one. I never you thought about that. that. You can use that one. Yeah, I could use that one. I have a PhD, too. I got my education from Socorro. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, you're Socorro. Okay. He's got cool. jokes for days. <laughs> jokes for days. So, uh, life coach, you're, you're going to help, uh, like, um, relationships, yeah. uh, people with drug addiction, all kinds of... Yeah, she has you know, a very strong I, background. I, I um... I, during school, you know, they tell you, you've got to find your niche. What is it that you're going to want to do as a life right. coach? But it's hard for me because I can actually help people in in anything. All you have to do is just call me and then we can, I can figure things out. You know, I can, I can also help you with employment, you know, with, you know, your, your life goal. And sometimes, you know, you're stuck, you know, you think, you know, a trade you know, I know how to help you go through, you know, what trade would be good for you. You know, so I would like to be that life coach, not just, oh, I'm just going to be a health coach or I'm just going to be a, an exercise coach or, um, you know, a, a yoga coach. You know, it, it, there's just, if you're just good at one thing, that's great. But I feel that I have a broad um, spectrum of experience. Yes, where I can yeah. help people in different aspects, not just one thing. So I'm hoping that I can do that. And what's really fantastic anybody. about her is that when when we reconnected, like we've always known each other, but when we reconnected, she was uh, working at the same high school that I ended up working at. And so she was helping kids as a job coach. So that's where her mm -hmm. background is. And then from there on, she's always had some type of, she's just had this fantastic experience with working with people like there's never a a fear in her of meeting or talking to anybody like she's so approachable and so it's like when she talked to me about this that this is what she was gonna be doing I was just like oh my god yes that's so perfect for you and I'm like ah. <laughs> so yeah I love her so much and, that, and I and I didn't want to do the be a therapist or oh, be a, know. you know like a in, in mental health, you yeah, know, I did mental health in. at the hospital and it, it's great, great experience. But I just feel that once you, you come out of there, what, what's next? Right. You know, right. I want to be the what's next. I oh. want to be that. Hey, okay, look, you're done. Okay. Let's go here. Let's do this. Let's move forward. Let's, you know, you could do this. And a lot of people, like I said, I saw revolving doors at the hospital. They come in and out, in and out, because why they would, you know, go through the whole process, feel better, come out, and then they would come back in. Right. And so I feel like if I could save one person out of 10, I've done a great job. Exactly. Helping at least one person. Yeah. <laughs> she is amazing. I love her. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> You give us hope. You give us hope. So well, good, good. Hope is wonderful, and there is hope for everybody. Everybody, everybody. you just got to believe in yourself. To me, the best perfect word I could give anybody is perseverance. It's just oh, as long as you continue, you'll get there. And you know, when you least expect it, you're going to find somebody when you're not really looking. Right. But if you were, are you? If you open your universe, I say. And you put it out there, and you put out exactly what you want. Exactly, chances are it's going to come back to you. It's going to it's going to happen. But if if you also put the fear in there, if you put a little, you're apprehensive. Well, that's going to come back to you as well. Right. 
Too bad my so universe my, my universe has a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you throw it, it goes down. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm well, kidding. then you're never going to get anywhere. I'll right. tell you that much. That's why I got a love for tacos and pizza. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Oh, oh my God. I guess you like pizza. I I was a fan of pizza. Remember, get her pizza, not pregnant. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Shut up. That is That's funny. Okay, I'll stop embarrassing them. <laughs> Goofball. Well, we really, really appreciate you calling in. It's been great talking to you. And then- well, it was great meeting you all. Thank you so much for having me. I love you so much. Yeah. I love you too. We're gonna have to have you come back and update us. And it, and yeah, share share your social media pages if you don't have them already, so we can put it on there and people can yeah look you up. No, um, exactly. Like I said, I I um fixing right now. Um, just as as we speak, we're talking. I'm talking to a web designer. Um, Sweet. she's gonna do all of that. And get that going for me. So Yay. I'm lounging my 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 whole thing in January, in July. Sorry. July. <laughs> like, so in July, <laughs> no, in July, July would be when I want to start. So hopefully, I can start getting clients. Yes. So definitely. you know, I'm also gonna I'm also gonna offer like you know special discounts for people that you know are having them. issues with COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, financial. You know, I'm not just. Um, I just don't, I, you know, I didn't even know how much life coaches make. They make great money, but I, I told my husband, look, I'm going to, I'm going to do this to help people. Um, I know I can make a lot of money, but I slowly to, to know that I can help people and people that have gone through a difficult time with COVID and they're stuck right now, you know, I can help them exactly. get out of there. You're going to give situation. them a lot of value. Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. Yes. Time. Thank you so much. It was so good to hear your voice again, hon. Absolutely. Well, nice meeting you all, and thank you for having me. All right. You take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye.